This is the Mooncast. Yeah, I moved my company out here to Bulgaria, man. Um, it's been quite an interesting experience. You know, I've been overseas for like uh, 10 years now. So, Oh, sick. Where are you from originally? I'm from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I was like, dude, you have no accent. Like, you got to be from America yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, so I'm, been, from, I'm from the States. But you, you haven't been in the States for like 10 years? You've been traveling around? Yeah, yeah. I Well, I joined the military when I was 19. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah. It's like so a podcast. I'm interviewing you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? You're trying to yeah. turn the tables like Elon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Elon Mustang, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, no. yeah, I joined the military when I was 19. And then um, I got out of the military and I went right back to Germany. And I started studying international business. And mm-hmm. I learned German, was working in Germany for a bit. Then I completely dropped everything for Web3. So, Oh, dude, I love that. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that for the past few years now. And uh, yeah, it's been great, man. It's been great. So um, the podcast is uh, starting to grow a lot on Spotify, mm-hmm. and now we uh, we just got we just got a couple. We have a couple partnership uh, deals on the table and stuff like that. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really really nice, man. But this isn't about me, man. <laughs> Today we have a very very special guest in the building, Nick Abraham. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience, man? Let them know who yeah. you are, what you're about. Absolutely. So yeah, Nick, Nick Abraham, I run a lead gen agency. So it's B2B. So we, we help our clients get leads on a performance basis. And I built a whole bunch of SaaS companies with my team. So I also operate a couple of really cool tools inside of the, the, the cold outreach space. And yeah, it's, that's pretty much us. We're at 84 active clients uh, with a very lean team. So I'm super proud of that. We send half a million cold emails per month on average, and yeah, we're just we're just jamming. That's that's a that's a little intro on me. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. How, how long has the company been around? It's been uh, three and a half years, I believe, now with uh, with Leapbird, but been always doing like random entrepreneurial stuff for years. Yeah, like you know, yeah, <laughs> so. typical. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know the entrepreneurship game, and it's it's fun, you know, uh, being that having that serial entrepreneurship type of mentality of like, you know, okay, if this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. If this doesn't work, then I'm going to try this. But in, in regards to Leadbird, can you just, uh, for the audience, because, you know, there's a lot of people that are probably listening, don't know what a lead is. Can you can you explain mm-hmm. what that is and just break down how you optimize that for, for clients? Yeah, so, you know, leads, it, it could be in a lot of things, but for us, right, we're all B2B. So, you know, imagine you have, you know, a web design agency and they want more clients, right? They want to work with other businesses, um, get their website redone. And so what a lead is, is someone that's like showing some level of interest into the offer, right? And so in this scenario, it'd be web design. Um, And so like what we do, we take it a little step further. So since we're doing cold outreach, um, we we do these things called meeting ready leads. So this is, you know, our clients will give us their offer. They'll tell us their target that they want to send out some hyper-personalized cold emails at scale. And then once we get someone to respond with interest and then kind of do more on the inbox management side to get them to say, hey, I'm interested. And also, I would like to find a time to speak. Here's some times I'm available or here's a calendar link. We call them meeting ready leads and then we pop them over to our clients to kind of handle from there. Okay, got it. Got it. 
And um, is it, do you only deal with B2B or do you also do B2C too as well? Yeah, so we, we strictly stay B2B. Um, that's where, because with B2C, like it doesn't really make sense to do cold emails because it, it kind of becomes of a, a more ex expensive acquisition channel. But with B2B, since, you know, typically most B2B offers are a little bit more expensive, like it, it, it becomes a, probably the most, like the cheapest acquisition system um, for B2B companies is to use like cold email and cold outreach. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And also I wanted to ask you too, as well, in regards to the softwares and stuff that you're using, like, how are you collecting the data to be able to, like, for instance, if, is it, is it any vertical that you're able to facilitate this sort of uh, service to, or is it only specific B2B uh, companies, you know, like what, how, is there some that you're not like, can you do tobacco industry? Can you do, you know, like what, what industries are off limits and sort of how are you optimizing that in the back end in terms of uh, extrapolating the data um, and yeah. the software and stuff like that? Yeah. So we've been in the data space for a minute. Getting data is not hard at all. It's pretty easy. Um, and then our process really works with any kind of B2B company, but we have certain industries we try to avoid just because it's harder to get results in those spaces. And so we mm -hmm. just don't want to, you know, take on a client and not perform for them. Right. And so there's industries like, MSPs and bars and stuff like that, that we, we, we won't do cold emails for because it's just it's just incredibly hard to get results for. Um, yeah. And there's certain industries, like if the client's prospecting into it, unless it's a really attractive offer, we probably yeah. will try to avoid too. Like, you know, if we get like a, you know, a new agency that wants to run Facebook ads for e-commerce brands, like we're not going to do that because it's, it's yeah. incredibly competitive, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how we go about it. But yeah, like, I mean, with, any kind of B2B offer, cold emails is always the same, right? You just have to have the target. You have to have an offer. You write good copy and you make sure your deliverability is good and you just send emails and then you're going to get results. And so, yeah. yeah, that's kind of like what we've figured out. We just have like a really good way of like streamlining the entire backend process using tons of different automations, tons of different flows. And then we just have done enough campaigns where we know, you know, who's the proper title to reach out to for this specific offer. What's the specific angle you take for this offer? And so we've just worked with so many clients over the last three years where we have enough data to be able to kind of get results quicker than your typical lead gen agency. Yeah, got it. And are you are you leveraging ChatGDP at all to be able to facilitate like the cold emails and the script and everything like that? Can you just walk me a little bit through the process of how you're doing that? Yeah, so we don't really use ChatGDP for like, like any of the copywriting. We have our own internal copywriter because I don't think it's at a point yet where it can write copy or it can write copy, but not to our copywriter's level. So I, I prefer to do that manually still. What I think chat, GTP, chat GPT is really good for is our CSMs, you know, they don't have industry. If we take on a client that's selling something that's super, super, you know, difficult, like a very difficult product, right? Like a compliance software for government contractors or something like that, right? We're not going to know half of the stuff in that space. And so it, it, it works out because we're able to use chat GPT, GPT to, to kind of like streamline that and help us understand exactly uh, what that product is, how it relates and kind of figure out the angles. So we, we have some some pretty cool prompts to kind of help us identify, you know, some good personas as well as like just simplifying the business product in itself. And we've baked in some of those flows within our, our processes to kind of like just get as much information as possible. Got it. And in regards to the uh, the cold email outreach, right? Because if you're looking at it from the perspective of, okay, you have advertisements as an, as an option, you have 
you know, Facebook ads, you have Google ads, you have all these different different types of ways in which you can generate leads. What makes your service better as opposed to using something else in regards to that? So that's what I'm trying to figure out because for cold cold email outreach, I thought it was kind of dead, you know? So that's what I'm trying to figure mm -hmm. out. Like, how are you able to, to sustain the sustainability of it? You know, if you're doing it for one month, two months, like, how is it, is it sustainable? You know, it's basically what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, so you, you got to kind of think of cold outreach in this present time as kind of like a ad network, right? So, you yes. know, when you're running Facebook ads, you have your target, you have your offer and you have your, you know, your angle, right? And you, and you launch an ad, right? Same thing with cold emails, right? And it's, you can get a lot more granular. Um, so that's kind of why it works out. But it's not like, what is like, you know, is one thing better than the other? It's like, you need all of these different types of traffic and acquisition channels. Um, but cold outreach is typically the best to start off with just because it's the cheapest, specifically for B2B offers. Like, you know, it's much easier to put aside like a $5,000 budget and get success with cold emails versus like a $5,000 budget with, you know, Facebook ads or Google ads or something like that for like a very niche B2B offer, you know? Um, and so, you know, you still need all of them. Um, like, you know, we're probably going to get like, like even for our acquisition channels, like I'm not doing strictly just cold emails to generate clients. It's one of our primary ones, obviously, but we're still doing a ton of content. We're doing, uh, we're about to launch our Google and YouTube ads. And so, you know, you just got to focus on all these channels if you, if you really want to make it in the space, but cold emails is definitely a great one to start with just because of how relatively cheap it is. Um, and, and if you can write good copy, you have a good offer and you understand your ICP well, like it's impossible not to get results. Got it. And how many emails are you sending every single day? For, like, say, for instance, I'm a, I'm a business, right? And I, I want to, you know, pitch my service to another business or whatever. How many emails are you sending per day? Walk me through the process of like how you extrapolate the data that, you know, you, you need from me to be able to facilitate the script, to be able to then send the emails off to the to the other businesses. And just kind of walk me through that entire process, how that goes and how many emails are you sending each and every day? Yeah. So it depends on the client's goal and like how we kind of go about the sales process with them. But typically I would say like 80 to 90% of our clients fit the same boat in terms of what we sold them on. And what we're typically doing is 350 cold emails per day. That's like the number we want to hit across about 10 different domains, 10 different inboxes, each inbox sending uh, 35 cold emails uh, per day. So that's kind of like how we'll go about it. And typically, you know, if you have a subpar offer, like let's say like an offer that really has no unique value props, you don't have much of a brand built and you don't have much of anything, like you could typically get anywhere from three to eight leads on average a month. But if you have a phenomenal offer, you have a good ICP and like, you know, you've built a good brand, you know, like, like, like you have all those kind of assets in place, like 350 cold emails a day, five days a week, 20 days a month. It's going to get you some great results. It's going to get you 10, 15 plus leads. Um, and so that's kind of like our sending metric side. When it comes to the data scraping, we do this thing called waterfall enrichment. So like, you know, there's always people saying, oh, like this one data source is better than this other one. And this data source is better than this one. That's not the truth. You got to use all these data sources. Same way I kind of mentioned, you got to use all these acquisition channels. You use all these data sources. So once you get like one contact list and we, we automated this entire process, we like, we'll, we'll pull a list from Apollo, for example, right? We'll verify it. About 20% of it will come back as valid. The other 80%, most people throw away. So what do we do with that? We take those 80% of people. So the, the, the 80, well, let's say it's hundred contacts total. So those 80 contacts that we have in that list that came back as invalid, we'll go take their LinkedIn profiles and we'll go run it through another data source. So we might go put it through drop contact. 
Drop contact is going to go enrich and find another 20%, right? So now we have 40% of our list and the other 60% is invalid, right? So then we go take those contacts and just keep running that same process across a lot of different data sources. And so um, that that's the new way of running data. That's the, the best way of running data. It's no longer, oh, let me just get a Zoom Info license or, oh, hey, let me just get an Apollo license. It's like, you've got to use all the data sources. And so that's the benefit of working with like a lead gen agency because, you know, your average company or like your average VP of sales, like they're not going to know this kind of stuff. They're not going to have access to, you know, 15, 20 different tools. And so they have way less data coverage than, you know, your typical lead gen agency. Um, and, and even for the legion agencies, there's a lot of legion agencies that are pretty new to the game and they don't have half of these tools, half of these data sources and like their processes are a little bit more manual. And so, uh, yeah, you just got to figure out how you can automate it, leverage the API across all these data sources and, you know, leverage the API of like a SMTP validation tool and just pass the data all through it. That's, that's the best way of going about data collection. Yeah, got it. Because yeah, when I'm looking at it, because I, I, I did use it, but this is more B2C. So it's it's a lot different, you know, so I, I really can't really, I don't think it's it's suitable to compare. But I am, I, I can kind of like a little bit because I'm, I'll just run you a little bit how their business model worked is what they would do is they had appointment setters. And these appointment setters would go through all social media outlets and DM each one would DM 100 people every single day. And basically they would, they would do mass emails and, you know, they had the script correct. And so they would guarantee a certain level of conversion for leads. But I'm just wondering, cause there's different ways and nuances in, in which to do it, but you think it's better to extrapolate the data, leverage the technology, as opposed to manually, you know, working hand to hand with the, uh, the appointment setters, you know, for instance, is it a way that you can kind of cut your expense, you know, in, in a sense and work more lean? Is that why you, you sort of like leverage more of the data instead of using more manual uh, labor in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can automate tasks, you definitely want to automate it. Right. Cause like, what's the yeah. difference between you sending one email manually and me sending the same email to a degree automatically, you know, there's, there is no mm -hmm. difference really. Right. Like, and, and like, there's more room for error in, in a lot of those cases. So yeah, you just want to automate as much as you can stay as lean as you can specifically when you're bootstrapped, it just makes more sense. And like, Specifically with the data, like if I was to do that waterfall enrichment like thing manually, like that, that would take like forever uh, to kind of yeah. do because you'd have to like scrape it out of one database, go put it into a validation tool, wait for it to be finished, take that CSV file, split it up, you know, and just do a whole bunch of back and forth processes. And like, yeah, you can get a VA to do that, but it's just like, it's a very tedious process. Um, we should do it manually. So, you know, we know. But yeah, I would recommend just like automating as much as you can. Uh, like with, we, we probably have on just the agency, like mm, I think like right now we're at 10 in headcount. We're able to manage 81 clients or 84 clients. Like that's that's a, a phenomenal efficiency rate, I would say. Um, and it's, it's primarily because we just have like, I mean, our CTO is super skilled. So he just helped us automate as, as many things as we can. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that with the emergence of AI, because I know I did see some stuff in regards to AI. I was wondering how you guys are leveraging the AI because I saw something in your company description. So I'm just wondering, how are you leveraging the AI currently right now? Yeah. So one of our tools that we use is called QuickLines, um, QuickLines.ai. And so that will write personalized first lines for the prospect. So, you know, once we upload or once we get our clean verified contact list, we upload that into QuickLines API. And then what QuickLines will do is write a personalized first line 
for each one of the contacts that we'll include in the cold email. So each email is like uh, personalized. And so it just stands out more, to help us, helps us get like better response rates and everything of that sort. So that's kind of how we leverage AI in, in that component. We have other things too as well. So like we built our own model that will format titles and company names properly. So like when you pull data out of a database, it's not going to say Leadbird. It's going to say Leadbird dot or Leadbird LLC or whatever it is, right? So you got to clean that up because in the email, if I say, hey, I saw that you work at Leadbird LLC, like they're going to know it's an obvious cold email. And it's the same yeah. thing with titles. Like if you see someone say, hey, I saw that you're the chief executive officer at company name, like that just sounds off. No one says chief executive officer. They say CEO, right? And so we built our own AI model that'll look at your title and then pull out or pump out the, the proper one um, or the, like what you would use in, a, in, in an email. And so that's like, I would say like the, the most consistent AI uses in our company. And we'll do a couple of other like personalization hacks and, and things using uh, cargo within in our spreadsheets and stuff. But outside of that, that's, that's where we're at right now. I have a couple of ideas that I'm, I'm playing with right now when it comes to AI, but nothing that we've implemented and, and solidified within our company. Got it. And you you mentioned um, when I was reading the, through the company and stuff like that, to the, the monthly retainers. So there's no monthly retainers with the, the service that you offer at all? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't we don't charge anything on the monthly side. It's literally performance based. Um, and yeah, we just pay by paper lead. And so we'll look at, you know, what is and how hard it will be to kind of get results for the client according to their ICP and their offer. And then we'll give them a quote for uh, a lead cost and then we'll run it. Um, so yeah, we're the, I would say probably the largest performance-based B2B lead gen agency. I haven't seen anyone else offer what we offer at our size and scale. Got it. And uh, what, what challenges do you face in, in regards to the space? Is it, is it overly competitive? Uh, what, what are some of the challenges that you face and uh, how do you overcome the challenges? Yeah, so I'm not really worried too much about competition. I do think that we have the best processes in place and we're continuously learning. So I think, you know, in the next year or two, like, you know, a lot of the people that have jumped into the space, like they're going to be watered out. Um, and, and it is really easy. Like a lead gen agency is easy to start. It's hard to deliver on, right? Like it's so easy to go sign and close clients, but it's actually super hard to get them the results and give them the support that they need. And so that's what I pride myself on um, and, and the reason why I think we'll be in the space forever. But in terms of challenges, like I would just say, like, you know, the email space is changing all the time. Right. And, and it's kind of in that gray hat world where, you know, Google's not going to tell you like what updates they made when they, you know, analyze an email. Right. So it's hard to understand, you know, what adjustments you need to make on your end. And you kind of have to figure that out. So it's a lot of testing. So that's like the biggest challenge per se. Um, but yeah, that's that's really about it um, in terms of challenges. I, I would say like right now it's, I mean, acquisition is easy. Obviously we know how to generate leads the same way we generate leads for our clients. It's the same way we generate for ourselves. Um, but, and then, yeah, we just, you know, we're, I don't know who says this, but I, I think it was, it was Daniel, um, the cold email whiz, but like you get to a point in business where, you have everything set up, you have everything running, and it's it's just a matter of time. That's the last piece that you're missing out on. It's just time. You just gotta wait to see everything kind of fall in place and and you know come to be. And and I feel like that's where we're at right now. Like we, we have the best processes, we have our lead gen dialed in, we have our sales dialed in, we, we're pumping out content, we have a good team, strong team is learning day in, day out. It's like it's just time. Like I know 
in a year from now, and maybe you'll have me on in a year from now, we'll be like up there in terms of, you know, the biggest Legion agencies. Yeah. I love it, man. Love the ambition. And in, in regards to, to KPIs, what are the, what are the main KPIs that you're looking at and the main ones that your clients are looking at in regards to, um, you know, is it, is it just, okay, all right, you got me a lead, but you know, the lead wasn't really a warm lead, you know, and, and he didn't really, it wasn't a high probability of success. I was going to be able to convert this lead. You know, so what KPIs are they looking at specifically and what KPIs are you guys looking at to optimize your uh, business processes? Yeah. So when it comes to actual like cold email campaigns and I get this question all the time, like everyone's like, hey, like what, 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 what reply rate do I need? Like what positive reply rate do I need? Like what should my bounce rate be? All these things. Right. And when it comes to cold email and just like outbound, like outreach and cold outreach in general, it, it's not really about like what is that general KPI that we should hit. Right. It's about because like because like I can never say because at the end of the day, like cold email only works if you have a great offer. Right. And so, you know, let's say we both offer lead gen. You do it on a retainer basis. I do it on a paper lead model. Like my reply rate is going to be way better than yours. Right. And my reply rate is going to have a way more positive intent than yours. Right. So when we look at building KPIs, it's less of like, oh, what is the standard one that we have across all of our clients? It's like, hey, let's go launch a campaign. And let's figure out what can we do month over month to beat those stats. And that's kind of how I view it. And that's kind of how our team looks at it. Because there is no, hey, there is this, you know, one stat that we we have. And sometimes clients will come to us and they'll have like, you know, they've done cold outreach before. So they have like, you know, what they've hit before. Um, and so then our goal is, okay, okay, like what can we do to match or beat that, you know? And, and we'll kind of look at it that way. Um, in terms of like internal KPIs we track, I mean, the biggest one obviously is just like appointment set, um, you know, like most agencies, the reason why they 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 just can't grow is just simply because they're not setting enough appointments for themselves internally, like straight up. And so that's that's one of the biggest ones we track. And then outside of that, uh, like I have some smaller KPIs for just the team to hit when it comes to like total email sent for across all of our clients, across clients themselves, lead submitted per client across the entire company. And then, yes, yeah, just things like that. Yeah, no, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. And yeah, I wanted to ask you too, as well, in regards to why you started Lead Bird in the beginning, like what was the, what was the reason behind it? Um, your aspiration behind the entire project? Yeah. So funny story. I was actually running. So the first ever business I started out of college, right? I think I was like a software in college. So it was like what, 2018 or what college? Uh, UTA in uh, University of Texas in Arlington. And okay, so okay. I was, I don't know where I got, the, so basically like I grew this social media page to like 50K followers on, on Instagram, right? Sold it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, oh, this is so cool. Let me do this for other people. So I'm going to spin up an agency. So did all the, 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 the cool stuff that everyone, or not the cool stuff, the stuff that everyone does that thinks it's important. So, you know, built a nice little website, mm -hmm. um, you know, went out, put myself on GMB, uh, made an Instagram page. And I was just sitting there like, oh, where, where are all the clients? Like, how am I going to get clients? Like, you know, I thought they're going to come to me. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, yeah, kind yeah. of Googling like how to get clients, how to do this. Right. And it's mm -hmm. got, got put on cold email. And then, so I was cold emailing for myself, tried a whole bunch of different methods that, you know, this is way back. I mean, this is, you know, 2018, this is when like, there wasn't a lot of the tools that are out there right now and not as not really enough knowledge out there like there is right now. So I was using a ton of weird databases 
you know, I was building my own servers, doing a whole bunch of like kind of like more gray hat, black hat stuff when it came to cold emails. But, you know, we got really good at it. Like I was really good at it. Like, I, like this is where I learned lead gen and sales. Like we were closing like 17 clients a month with the first agency that was, and we were literally doing Instagram growth for, for uh, doctors and surgeons and plastic surgeons and stuff like that. And so, and we weren't charging anything. We were charging like 500 bucks a month. Um, and then our churn was terrible because obviously like, you know, like what good is Instagram growth for a surgeon, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> not, didn't really have the product market fit there, but I learned a lot, learned a lot about operations, learned a lot about just like kind of like running a team, learned a lot about just like legion and sales primarily. And mm -hmm. so was able to just translate those skills into just kind of doing this as it's a self-alone thing. And, and truthfully, like out of everything we did when kind of growing the, the legion agency, which is, which is total shit, by the way, like I, or not the legion agency, but Instagram growth agency, like terrible margins, uh, was working like insane hours. <laughs> you know, processes were all over the place, you know, first business, you know, you, you got to mess up on that one. But yeah, uh, the thing I love the most was just the Legion side. So doing the cold emails, hopping on calls, closing them like that, that to me was like the most fun part. It was super thrilling. And so uh, eventually, like I had a couple of friends that were like, dude, you're crushing it when it comes to appointments and, and like onboarding new clients, like, can you do this for me? And then I started to see other people are doing this as like a service. And then I was like, oh, let me do this as like, you know, let me do this as a service. And so first started out, you know, obviously it wasn't great. The processes were not in place. Didn't know half the stuff I know right now. And, and it was messy. And, you know, the thing I'm most proud about is just not giving up, just continuing to kind of like bang my head against the wall and, and figure it out from there. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we stayed in the space because of like, I, like, I truly think that we are literally in the 0.1% of lead gen agencies right now. And I think that in the next like six to 12 months, we're going to see like the most growth we've ever seen. And just like take off like we're at 84 clients right now and I, I think at the beginning of this year we were at like i think 30 to 40 so we almost doubled mm -hmm. our, our 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 size of clients in in under what six months um and so yeah i mean i'm just excited for these next like six to 12 months like i think we're really gonna take off yeah man yeah it sounds super exciting man are you guys are you guys global or you just mainly in the states you take on only stateside clients or how, how's that work yeah no we work with Pretty much anybody, um, you know, obviously we won't take on people that have like, like offers we just don't think will work. It's like, and, and we're, we're truthful about that. Like if we've seen and have done cold outreach for your offer and saw the re results weren't there, we're not going to take you on, right? Because we have no incentive to, right? Because we're not going to get leads. We're not going to get paid. Um, but yeah, my team, we have two CSMs out in Ukraine. We have a couple of employees out in the Philippines, a couple in India, and then a couple of sales guys in, in America. Nice. Nice. I also have uh, an employee in the Philippines too, as well. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah. In, in regards to marketing, like, are you, so you mentioned content marketing as well that you guys are starting to do that push out content, but I mean, are you guys just basically using your own strategy to get the leads that you need or are you doing other forms that, you know, or you just, how far is the content marketing gone and you know, what, what channels are you leveraging uh, currently right now? Yeah. So yeah. Primary source of like, new business has been from like legion doing like outbound campaigns ourselves like we're really good at coming up with like some really like nifty campaigns and it's it's almost impossible not to get leads when you're a performance-based b2b legion agency like everybody's looking for a paper lead model kind of service and like yeah you know there's not many out there that have you know the reviews that we have the the clients that we have and the, the like you know back end that we have and so it's it's pretty easy doing legion for us on the outbound campaign side um but yeah like the last 30 days, 40 days, we've been 
kind of focusing on doing uh, a lot more just just like spreading our acquisition channels out you know so you know i've been posting content on twitter for about uh probably like a year and a half now so i grew up like kind of a good following on there probably at like 18k followers somewhere around there nice and nice. then we just started on linkedin recently that's been really good doing like 100k impressions a month right now and then just started youtube as well that's like slowly growing but it's it's pretty fun so i think i'm about to hit like 200 subscribers today so i'm excited for that um nice, super small yeah, steps nice. but it'll be it'll be nice and then yeah outside of that that's our primary uh like content channels and then we just hired an seo agency to kind of help us on growing our organic traffic there i think that's everything when it comes to to acquisition and obviously we run like our linkedin campaigns or cold email campaigns we're gonna start cold calling next week um so yeah just kind of like doing everything we can to spread our channels and we'll get paid ads running soon too as well um and we'll see where it goes from there Nice. And you mentioned that you have other SaaS companies too, as well, that you're, that you're running to as well. Like, can you mention a little bit more about them or would you like to talk about them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I run Scrubby. It's a verification email SaaS. So it does catch all email validation. Then we run QuickLines, which is on this side. Uh, it does the first line personalization, like I mentioned before. And then I'm missing something. Oh, and then I run Golden Leads, which does like LinkedIn sales nav scraping. So it could build lists really well there. And then advisors on a couple of like other email outreach tools. And yeah, those are, that's primarily everything. Got it. And or did you, did you, you're not a developer, are you? No, I'm not a developer. No, okay, not okay, at all. okay, okay, okay. So you, you had a team and they went in and built the thing. So yeah, no, that, that's good, man. That's good. And dude, uh, how old are you, by the way? Curious. I, yeah, no, I just turned 24 like last month. So still pretty young yeah. in the game, um, but definitely yeah. getting older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Because um, I met another guy who's also doing like that's also doing leads, and he was also twenty four too as well. You know, so mm -hmm. it seems to be the 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 market where a lot of the younger cats are starting to to gravitate towards. You know, that's why I'm wondering the the level of, of competitiveness with it. You know, I know there's different different verticals within it. You know, you know, you got the cold emails, you know, Google ads, Facebook ads, and all the different types of stuff too as well. And so, yeah, it's, it's it's really really interesting to see where the where the space is going. But I think that eventually, in my opinion, I think that you know, with artificial intelligence, it'll get to a point where you know you can have the AI kind of generate everything that you need by just giving it a, the right prompt, the right script. Um, maybe you'll have like a virtual assistant, and I think the the cost basis will get closer and closer to zero. You know, um, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't know what you think about this uh, assumption that I have. Yeah, no, I think uh, it, it depends, right? Like. I think cold email and cold outreach is always going to be here. Like, you know, one of my partners, he's been in the space for 25 years running a Legion agency, 25 yeah. years. So he, That's like, crazy. he's literally here when emails just got like created, you know? Um, <laughs> and so like, I think it's always going to be here. Like people were always saying like, oh, like cold email is going to go away or cold outreach is going to go away. But like, this is like literally the fundamentals of sales. Like, you know, people have been doing cold calls and cold outreach, like before there was like Facebook ads and Google ads and LinkedIn ads and everything of that sort. Um, will it get cheaper over time? I think so. Uh, it has, you know, since, you know, yeah. we had the the old tools of the day to, to what we have now, it's definitely way cheaper. Um, and, and I think this, this market in a way is going to get harder. But like, I think at the end of the day, like, I'm not too worried about it getting cheaper. Like most people, and even right now, like AI is just not going to know how to craft a compelling offer, right? And and that's what you need for a cold email to work and understand 
what to say in the cold emails, write good copy, like cold people, like AI is not gonna be able to do that for a while. Um, yeah. And, and, and being able to, to build a lead list, like, I don't know, I think, I think, you know, it might, it might get cracked, you know, and maybe it will, but like, I, I don't know, I think like, it's going to be kind of like what it is right now where it's like, you know, it's information, but it's a good information, you know? Um, and, and it's not really up to par. Like, I don't think AI will be able to outcompete like what I know when it comes to, to cold email for at least five years. I don't know. Um, so yeah. that, that's kind of, that's kind of my assumption on it. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's interesting, man, because I'm thinking it from also the lens of, okay, you're doing, you, you're one of the lead gen, one of the many lead gen companies, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that eventually you're going to build up the data sets, right? And you, you can maybe exfoliate the data into, you know, an artificially generated uh, system that can then read all the data at some point, right? And then it could basically optimize the the scripts, right? That you need for the, for the cold email outreach. So that's how I'm kind of looking at it, but I don't know if that's a future that's, you know, 10 years away, 15, if it's not a future, but I don't know, I don't know what you think about this idea. You yeah. Know? I mean, so like we, you know, we, we've trained a couple of AI models on different things within the business, kind of like I mentioned earlier. Right. Yeah. And, and here's the thing with AI, it's like, you need the data to train it. Right. And yeah. think about how many people are in the cold outreach space that suck at what they do. Right. Yeah. And so when it comes to training this model, Right. Like how many businesses are actually going to have the right relevant data to train the model? It's going to be yeah. it's going to have to be literally like one of the biggest or the larger legion agencies that are actually doing what they do. But, mm -hmm. you know, will they do it? Maybe. Uh, but I, I don't think that like some newcomer could come in the space, even if he's the smartest AI engineer in the world, they could crack it just because mm -hmm. he's not going to have the, the, the proper data set that he needs to train the model. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but like that's that's kind of my opinion on it. Um, and then like you need a lot of data to get these models to to kind of work. Um, as of right now, like we built a model that like analyzes our our uh, all our replies from our cold email campaigns and categorizes it, so it's easier for our team to kind of go in and respond and stuff on time. And it took us like almost like ten. Uh, maybe less, maybe like 10 variations of kind of getting that model to be where it is. And even right now, it's not, it's not to where I'd like it to be. And so we still need to do some fine tuning on it, but yeah, it takes a lot of data to do it. And like, you, you need to kind of collect this data for like five, six years, parse it correctly, make sure it's, you know, what it needs to be. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think when it comes to like the full thing of cold email and cold outreach, like it's gonna be hard for just one single person to, to kind of do this in an industry that not many people, uh, I guess, care to, to kind of really be that innovative when it comes to like a solution like that. So I don't know, that's kind of how I think about it, but I could totally be wrong. And, you know, I'd be happy if AI comes in here and helps us automate some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I have one more contrarian sort of question for mm -hmm. you. You know, because you see, you know, the, the Zoomers, right, the Gen Z. So I, I don't know, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now when they, you know, enter the workforce and stuff like that, are, are they going to be looking to emails, you know, or because are they more into more DMs and, you know, um, the social media outlets and these sort of platforms and channels. But I don't know what you think about this particular thought. Yeah, I mean, I think every large corporation or because like, all right, you got the the people that run like a company with 10 employees, like typically most of our clients aren't targeting those people because they just can't afford their services. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, like you're always going to be targeting like bigger, like corporations and organizations and like, you know, the standard thing to, to, to use for all communication that everyone has is email. Like I just, 
uh, you know, unless there's, you know, you got Slack and stuff coming out, but even then, like, you know, like maybe the channel will change, but like the overall fundamentals of writing good copy, choosing a good list and, and putting together a good offer, like that's, that's, that's always going to stay. So you might have to pivot from, you know, doing it from email to, to doing it on Slack. Right. But like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I think that the, the, the fundamental part of like cold outreach and doing it well with the proper things could offer a good targeting, good messaging. Like that stuff is always going to be around. Yeah. Nick, where can people find you on the internet, man? Uh, just type in Nick Abraham 12. I'll pop up somewhere. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm more <laughs> more active on Twitter, definitely. And then yeah. starting to be on LinkedIn and YouTube. So I don't know if you'll find me somewhere. Yeah, dude, you have a wealth of knowledge on, on cold email. I mean, obviously it's your business, but yeah, I've learned, you know, from this conversation and I'd love to have you back on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's doing a year. I, I want to I show you where we're at. You know, 84 clients right now. Let's see where we're at in a year. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, man. So yeah, this is pretty much concludes this episode of the Mooncast, man. And, and peace. Mm -hmm.